0: Wait, are you guys all drinking rosé? <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually drinking rosé this time.
0: Okay,
2: I'm not this yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He, <laughs> he technically didn't get two birthday episodes. This is fine.
1: Listen, this is guys. So far for breaking his dick on the first one.
2: Listen, I didn't know if the liquor
0: stores would be open, and also, I didn't go out, so...
1: Welcome to Brosé. Hearts, stars, and horseshoes, clovers, and blue moons, pots of gold and rainbows, and me red balloons! Is that what you call your nuts? My name is Matt Casnell, and join me as they always do are my Bros and Rosé on an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, Mr. Rich Sweet.
2: Hey, guys, I actually almost waved, and then I did wave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on a monitor reporting live from, I always forget, the Haddon Heights or Haddonfield? I always fuck this it's up. Had uh, it's Haddon Heights. Good, all right, Haddon Heights, Sean O'Brien. you And across from me, uh, on an audio feed, reporting live from Springfield, Massachusetts, it's Tim Hansen.
3: I mean, I lived in Springfield, Pennsylvania at one point. So like, well, that's not what I said. <laughs> that's not what I said. You're in Massachusetts. Where is Springfield,
0: Massachusetts?
3: No, I'm sorry.
1: Actually, I, I don't know. If, yeah.
2: It's in New England, I would assume.
1: It's in the greater Massachusetts area. I,
2: I think Springfield, Massachusetts is in Maine.
1: It's in the yeah, it's uh, true, yeah. It's yeah. in the western part of, of Massachusetts. Uh and uh, it's a it's a lovely little town with the basketball Hall of Fame. In. It's very cool. Yeah, cool. Like a sweet basketball court, like right in the middle of the basketball hall of fame. You can just walk up and start shooting and make yourself look oh. like an asshole.
3: It's like right next to Six Flags New England. So,
1: Ooh, Woohoo! Six Flags New England. Yeah. Which one is Six Flags New England? Because it's Great Adventure in Jersey.
2: <laughs> the one in Springfield, Massachusetts.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, they, wait, they, wait, wait, it's Six Flags uh, Great Hall of Fame or something like which? <laughs> like,
2: they have like they have like
1: a subtitle for each one, don't they? I think that's New, New England. Like tagline? I, th- I think oh, it's they just call it New-, New England. Jeez. They give they give New Jersey the great adventure and New England. It's just like, yeah, you guys get it. <laughs> it's where you are. You don't Welcome need to feel to the better about yourself. <laughs> Absolutely not.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just straight up Six Flags New England. I just looked it up.
1: Ah, oh, jeez! <laughs> really phoned it in. like, <laughs> get a roll of stamps and mail it in, guys. Welcome to the Brosé Podcast. Available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud. Tune in and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. Uh, this is again. We're doing an audio feed again, guys. We're now. Uh, we we of course put out our one-off episode a couple of weeks ago. At this point, but uh, but we are we're back on we're back on our uh, on our grind. We're back on the grind, guys. We're, we're back we're on our bullshit. Away. We're back on our goddamn bullshit. Let me tell you, uh, and uh, try, let, let me just say, uh, good, good to be here, guys. Good to mm-hmm.
2: be. Yes, it's absolutely wonderful to be here.
1: Woo! Yeah, Tim, your thoughts? Yay! Good, 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 good. Uh, I was well, I mentioned you're excited. Uh, well, if you listen to our show before, uh, you probably know what the premise of it is. See, how's how's the bell sound? It's nice and clear. It
0: sounds great. That was really good. ASMR.
1: A plus bell ring. Yeah. yeah. The premise of the show is to answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do it while drinking delicious glasses of rosé. If you have a question for the show, email it to broséquestions at gmail.com. That's broséquestions at gmail.com. Because let's be honest, uh, (laughs) you got a lot of time to think about random hypotheticals at this point. uh, (laughs) And we have a lot of time to answer them. Oh, yeah. Yes. So uh, we're going to plug away at it. Uh, so here we are, episode 27-1. Let's talk about our wines. Uh, okay. Mr. Hansen.
3: Uh, I don't remember when I bought this, but it's called Sweet and Fruity Rosé. That's it. Um, it says it's smooth, medium body, and grapey made in Elizabethville, grapey. Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, yeah grapey. Ra- Elizabethville and- or Elizabeth... Is there Elizabethville and an Elizabeth town in Pennsylvania? Listen, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely says Elizabethville. Let's start or... fact checking your bottle every time.
3: <laughs> Grapey, uh, that's uh, not a word. <laughs> Elizabethville, that's not a place. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet and fruity? Nah, fuck off. Sweet um, fruity. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 definitely like a cheap, we weren't going for anything mm. fancy. Um tastes closer to juice. It ta- it reminds me of jazz, but less good. <laughs>
4: I remember jazz. Jazz, jazz was great. <laughs> yeah.
1: I thought you were just bagging a whole genre of music. I forgot that we had a resume <laughs> named jazz.
2: That's
4: okay. Sean's the only one who
1: listens to me. I get it. It reminds me of jazz. Fruity, weird, has a yeah. lot of trumpets. Know totally that, music you th- that music you've been listening a lot of too, Matt. Oh yeah, I mentioned guys have really been on a jazz kick lately. Matt, Who you ever tired? run a
2: marathon before?
1: <laughs> Listen, relax, buddy. Relax. We haven't even gotten a question for my brother yet. Uh, question of just uh, scathing review? Also, uh, my 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 jazz intake has declined significantly over the last couple of months because uh, with uh, a <clears throat> recent world developments, I don't think that that job is materializing anytime soon. So, uh, so uh, we're we're gonna proceed uh, with that on the back burner. Um, but glad to hear about your wine, Tim. And by the way, Elizabethville, Pennsylvania is in Dauphin County, which is part of the Harrisburg Carlisle Metropolitan Statistical Area.
2: Na-da-da-da. Sounds like it's made
1: up. It's probably made up. Uh, Rich, what are you drinking tonight?
2: I am drinking decoy, California Rose wine. It's got a, uh, a duck on it. Um, we've certainly notes, had
1: decoy before
2: someone pro- has had it. I, I think we have. Okay. I, I hope it was me. Um, the, the the um the tasting notes are very detailed and in-depth. Get ready for this. It's a long story. The Everyday Wine for the Well-Informed. There you go. That's it.
4: <laughs>
2: the Everyday Wine
1: for the Well-Informed.
2: Yes. That's that's the tasting notes. It's wow. Duckhorn Wine Company. cellar and bottled in Decoy, Hopeland, California.
1: So do they check for like a New York Times subscription? Like you're not allowed <laughs> to drink it otherwise? Like, nah, sorry, man. You're not too well-informed.
2: Uh, I, when I opened it up, it, it gave me a subscription to the New York Times.
1: Oh, that's wow. Wow. Powering yeah. local journalism or national it, it, it journalism. Had, that's great.
2: It had, uh, like a code for the online subscription because nah. you have to pay to get onto their website now.
1: <laughs> well, did, did they still make you, did, did they, um, still lift the paywall for the coronavirus stuff? I know a lot of newspapers think, were doing
2: that.
0: I think they did. I think I read okay. an article and there was like okay. a special banner. Yeah. I was uh, trying, yeah,
2: yeah. I was trying to read up on the unemployment stuff that they passed. Uh Uh-huh. And it wouldn't let me. So uh Mm. Uh,
1: now Sean, Mm. what are you
0: drinking? Well here's here's what happened. (laughs) I done fucked up and I didn't have any rose, and that's I mean, it's more so here's what's up. The world's on fire right now. And I didn't feel like having a Casno House blend, so I instead (laughs) (laughs) uh i'm currently drinking celtic honey which is not a rosé it is instead uh irish honey uh and triple distilled irish whiskey it is really awesome very good it's like a dessert like for if you sip it as a dessert and it is so good it is Mm. it's super sweet like i wouldn't recommend just this being your go-to but it is so good. I just ate dinner right before we recorded, and I'm sipping some dessert whiskey. It is dope as hell. R- very much recommend. It's my mom's favorite, and she got it for me, I think.
1: So is it basically like Jack Honey, except for it's you know essentially Jameson instead of Jack?
0: Exactly, yeah. That's – oh, boy.
1: Oh, oh An boy. Irish Honey to- Liqueur. That sounds awesome. Ooh.
0: Yeah, it's oh, very good. Oh, boy.
1: I'm salivating. Uh, my, my, my rosé is uh, Bogle Vineyards, uh, or as I'm going to call it, Boggle Vineyards. Uh, it's a rosé out of California. Uh, and the description on the back says, just a pale blushing color. This playful rosé entices <laughs> with aromas of summer and sunshine. Strawberries, passion fruit, and white pepper kiss the palate while the crisp finish hints at all the fun yet to come. Uh, I've never seen white pepper included as an ingredient in any uh, rosé that I've drank. Um, and I don't taste it prominently, but there is a little bit of a punch to this at the very end. Uh, I, I will say that. It's it's a little sweet. It, it's a good mix of sweet and dry. It's, it's a quite good rosé. Um, I forget how much I paid for this. I don't think it was any more than like 10 bucks, uh, And it, it was quite good. So Bogle or Bogle Vineyards. Uh, Sean, you have all the questions.
0: I have all the questions. The power is mine.
1: You have the privilege of uh, cohabitating with uh, the question compiler, uh, the, the lovely Mrs. Mary O'Brien.
0: Yes, and since we're not in person, to have uh, to have an envelope of questions seems superfluous and like a waste of paper. <laughs> I
1: want to see you like drive across town and like whip <laughs> the envelopes at me from like six feet away from my door.
0: Yeah, that's what I gotta do. Yeah. I think next time that's what I'll do.
1: Yeah, or just use the postal service. Just start yeah. mailing the questions like days in advance. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, we, we don't have that kind of. <laughs>
4: There's no way. There's no
1: way. Uh, So what is our first envelope? Uh, Then it's not an envelope. Uh, I can't ask you what the envelope of questions looks like. If you were to design the first envelope of questions, what would it look like, Sean?
0: Uh, It would be, I would have one uh, PPE on the front. Uh, Ah, good. (laughs) So. Good. Uh, Um, What is our first question? Our first question was submitted by Brian Everett. Now, I don't know what I'm talking about with finance and economics, so let's just get that out there question i i I also don't know but that that's the that is the uh preface to the question okay uh i
3: thought that was just you sean like (laughs) in advance no no no
0: that's how the question begins i don't know anything
1: Uh... about money but what's your favorite pokemon
0: (laughs) so yeah the question is what are the pros and cons of having a global quote COVID 19 debt reset unquote when this is done like Every single debt for individuals, companies, governments gets canceled, start new, maybe not mortgages, but things like credit card debts, government deficits, government delinquent pension systems, student loans and business debts, and then a shrug emoji.
1: I think there would ultimately be war is my (laughs) answer, Uh, because we are so high. Every country is so highly leveraged to each other that if we just if somehow like, let's say like, like, I don't know. The, 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 the king of Mars came down and said, all right, I am just ruling over you. No matter what you all say, all your debts are resolved. Well, there's absolutely a scenario where like we're more highly leveraged to China than uh, China is to us or, or you know, pick another couple of countries. There would be war. There would be there would be war if you did that, like to speak, not, you know, not even to get into like the, the individual stuff. Like, obviously, it would be great. You know, hey, you know, you know, uh, was it forget student loan forgiveness? There's there's talk of that being a good stimulant for the economy. Um, you know, uh, you know, all small businesses. There's a bunch of small business loans that are going to come about as a result of like what the uh, the, the legislation that was just passed last week. Um, but on a global scale, there would be war. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, I think... not not to not to <laughs> shoot down what <laughs> sounds like a great utopian idea, right. but there would be there would be a world world war.
0: Yeah, I think individually, it's a good. It would be nice to not have any debt. Like for me, if my credit card debt and student loan debt were just wiped, mm. that'd be dope. And I, Mm -hmm. and I do think it would be a good injection into the economy because Mm -hmm. we have a bunch of extra money, but I I completely agree. I think geopolitically, like on a world scale, I think a lot of the reason that countries don't fight is because their economies are so intertwined. So like if, if that were completely down to zero, you'd have this power vacuum Mm -hmm. and somebody would want to fill it because that's just how people are. You know, yeah, and imagine
1: like you're you're Europe, like you're the rest of the European countries. You know, Greece has been like an economic albatross, or was an economic albatross about ten years ago, and and Europe just kept pumping money into Greece, uh, trying to try and save that country and save them as part of the European Union. Um, I don't, I have not kept up with it entirely. I am sure that Greece still owes like Germany, UK, France uh, a bunch of money, or 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 some form of, of of repayment. And if you just said, well, because of coronavirus, that's gone away. Yeah, you know, the, the tension's not going to go anywhere. Like this country's uh-huh. still going to be like, oh, so uh, you just don't owe us all that money anymore, huh? No more, no more drachmas coming from you, huh?
4: Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, mean, Tim, what's your thought? I, I think on a small scale, like if just the United States, and I know that's not a sm- very much of a small scale, but if just the United States did it, it, I, it would probably be beneficial, especially since the United States at this moment, as of April second uh at eight o'clock at night we are number one um we really need that help um is that but is it general problem.
1: we're number one statement or like we're yeah. number one, <laughs> uh,
3: this it, isn't it, it, the kind it, of number one you want to be okay yeah it
2: was, it was a sarcastic we're number one in in global infections um oh, okay
1: i thought it was just one of those like you're waving <laughs> around like a big foam finger like we're number
4: one
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're number one uh, in terms
1: of, of corona infections right
2: now which is yes, yes that, that's true yes. which is absolutely bonkers um but like i feel like if we were to do that just in the united states it might be very beneficial but i agree with you that if it is, does become a global scale yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't end well
3: uh tim your thoughts Yep.
4: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I pretty, I, I,
3: I pretty much agree with you. Like, I don't. Th- there would be no way to get everyone to forgive all debts. Like, it's just not going to happen. Uh, because there's always some. There, there's always going to be a couple countries that more or less get financially fucked by that deal, because half of their pool or not half of their bull, but, but any bargaining chip or power that they may have is directly tied to the fact that we owe them money. Mm-hmm. So if we just decide, no, nah, no, we don't, that that that's just fucked up. Like, yes, that'd be great for uh small scale. That'd be great for me. That's more money. I don't have to put towards like debt and I can actually mm-hmm. like improve my life status mm-hmm. uh, or just buy a lot of video games. One or the other. Um, <laughs> That's why Johnny Republican doesn't want to cancel a student loan debts because they think that you're going to go play, play, spend the money on uh, video game time. Hey, hey, I am not buying any avocado toast or Starbucks. So. <laughs>
1: I mean, you are playing avocado toast simulator on uh, on Steam.
3: Listen, <laughs> that is mostly true.
2: <laughs> I would play that game.
1: I'm a so guy, you're much. a piece of toast. Listen, man, if you can have goat simulator, you can absolutely I, have avocado. I am toast. bread I mean, already yeah, exists. I was gonna yeah, say yeah. I am
3: bread is absolutely a game. I am yeah. bread, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um I am interested to see like what the the argument is if you guys are talking domestically, and and Brian, I think, uh was alluding to that at the beginning of his question was okay, what would happen if we just said, all right, all debts are are you know wiped out? Like that's it. Um I would assume that, that includes uh the the, the most substantial and sort of controversial debt in this country is student loan debt and I'm assuming that what would happen is then you know the government would wipe out their share of debt all the banks who have ha- who lend Stafford loans that are backed by the government that's gone and then all the private loans would be backed off uh, I, I genuinely don't know what would happen. I imagine like obviously that would free up a lot of, of money for people to start saving again um, on, a, on a national level I don't know what would happen for private companies they write off big uncollectible debts all the damn time. They write it off all the time, uh, you know. Whether it's you know state debt, whether it's just you know people saying "fuck off," I'm declaring bankruptcy, you know, whatever it is, uh, they, those debts get wiped off the books constantly. Um, I am curious to see what would happen to the government if they decided that they were going to back all of these loans, and then suddenly, you know, they all, you know, the check comes due. Uh, we already have a pretty substantial national debt in this country. Uh, it is not making things any easier now uh, with the stimulus bill that is coming out. So we're, we that could be a little bit of trouble down the road because eventually we're going to run out of options when another – if, if God forbid, another disaster like this happens, like we're going to run out of economic options if we keep just letting debt accumulate. Um, but for the average person, at least in the short term, you know, hey, more money you can spend saving for a house.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it would like, it would help the economy if they were to do that, but you're right. To what extent and how, how would it turn out? We don't really know.
1: It's yeah. I, mean, I, I what was it? There there is a country that had like a. Gosh, I don't know if any of you guys know this. There was a country that had like like I don't, I don't know if they called it a jubilee or what. Um, but they did just like do a, a one-day wipeout – like a one-day they just said, okay, all debts are just reset uh, after a certain period of time. And I cannot remember how it turned out, but there is an example of this. And I, I'd be interested to read up on this again to see how it happened because I think ideas like this, like, hey, let's just hit the clock – like, you know, hit the reset button on all debt. I think these are gaining in popularity, and I'm curious to see um, like what, what the actual results have been in the past.
0: Yeah. Well, because I think at a certain point, it, uh, it ends up – there's so much – The like we as a people have accumulated so much debt that it just stagnates the economy because you can't Mm -hmm. put any money back in. It's just money that we didn't have and continue to not Mm -hmm. have. And so it's just kind of a net zero for everybody. So
4: we'll see. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: I just Googled uh, the term debt jubilee and the first article was something that came out from uh, March 21st of this year on the Washington Post about a debt jubilee is the only way to avoid a depression. So... Is
1: it, okay, that's what it's called. That. Hmm. Hey, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, oh. I, I thought the name was a Jubilee or something, but uh, but yeah, and, and there was definitely there was another like not small country that did it, and I cannot remember what the result was. I yeah, you know, I I imagine uh people were happy. <laughs> that's a, I imagine that's one mm-hmm. result. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, any, any other thoughts on this one?
2: No. Dude, Brian you know, Brian poses a very uh, very interesting question. Yeah. Brian, you always give us some good questions. I'm sorry, I'm not smart enough to answer them. <laughs> Listen, he prefaced it by saying this: this
1: issue is bigger than any one of us. Like yeah, it's, it's, uh Yeah, this is a this is a, a debate between like the Public Policy Institute and the Cato Institute or something. Like they they let those two fight it out. Yeah. Uh, what is our next question, Sean?
0: Our next question is from uh, listener Molly Craig. If Word. you were to write a musical about your place of employment, what would you call it? And what is the plot?
1: I would call Mine... it i would call it not allowed to talk about this on a social podcast like this.
2: <laughs> Mine's called unemployed. I'm going to be What's writing a song? lot for the next 2 weeks. <laughs>
4: Woof. Woof.
3: Mine is Woof. called manufacturing debt. <laughs> we make credit cards. We literally manufacture debt.
1: Choo <laughs> choo. Uh Sean, what would yours
3: be?
0: Mine would be called uh indecipherable leadership in which the ceo change changes seemingly every 6 months in which the the protagonist never knows who his who his boss is nice that's the way to go <laughs> that's that's mine
1: indecipherable ne- leadership
2: Near the end, he has to become the boss, and then be worried about his position after the next six months. <laughs> it's like yeah. the timer has started. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's that's it's like I part have... of like the mythology of his place of employment.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just like no, you
3: only have six months. Tick tick tick. Clock is ticking. No one actually wants to be the boss. No, no. Uh... That,
2: that's the name. No one actually wants to be the boss. That's, <laughs> no, that's the main long. theme song.
0: Oh, that's it, and then the reprise. Oh my god. No one's a bus.
2: We have no bus.
1: <laughs> my, mine would literally just be like a musical version of Mike Judge's Office Space. Like that's all mm-hmm. it is. It's been yeah. yeah. my life for the last eight and a half to nine years. Like it's just that constantly. Yeah. yeah. Um, turn that into a song. Like if you had if Milton with uh, if uh, what's his name Milton and a stapler had a solo. Uh,
4: that
1: would be, the, <laughs> be like the the key the key song in the whole show.
3: Where be- goes my stapler? <laughs>
1: I don't think you know what Milton sounds like from Office Space.
2: <laughs> I see. You,
1: you've never heard him say blue. That's true. Yeah, maybe he's got this, like, booming baritone.
2: I, I see that with Milton and his stapler being more like Romeo to Juliet while she's up on the uh, balcony. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, uh, and what's his name? Uh, uh Lumberg is, like, the, the family keeping them apart. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me, I believe you have my stapler.
4: <laughs> and then the oh, reprise boy. is
1: when he's in the uh, the boiler room downstairs. And he's like, "Okay, that's the last straw." <laughs> and then he burns down its place of employment. Nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, any other ideas, or shall we move on? Uh,
4: uh, I love this question. This it is a so, like great so nice.
1: question. Yep. Breath and scope of the Brose podcast, guys. <laughs> solve, the glo- solve the global economy and then come up with a musical about your job. <laughs> Done. We did it. Kaboom. Winning. Yes. What's our next question?
0: Um, so, this one submitted by Matt's mom. Hell yeah. Hey. Uh, if and when you have children, how do you intend to handle the subject of make-believe entities like the Tooth Fairy, Easter Bunny, and the big one, Santa Claus? Do you have any personal regrets slash trauma or positive anecdotes about how these were handled in your family?
2: Wait, wait. Santa's not real.
3: (laughs) Richie's life is
1: shattered. Shattered. I was waiting for my mom to go. And the big one, Jesus.
2: See, that's
3: what my brain immediately went to. The big one. God! The big one. Oh, no! (laughs) yeah
0: uh
1: so okay so how would you how do you uh talk about the the less than believable entities uh then we'll we'll be respectful to rich's uh views um so how would you deal with that now sean have you had this sort of conversation with uh with with jake or has mary Um,
0: yes so we all of that stuff i think is fine up to a point obviously. Like just letting kids believe in magic is fine. And I don't remember ever being it w- I don't know. It what when I found out like Santa wasn't real, I didn't it wasn't
2: crushing to me. I was just like, oh, "Okay. That's fine." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I
0: was like, All right. Yeah, I still yeah.
4: get
2: presents, right? I, so it doesn't matter. I was like, "That makes sense. I mean, what weird guys going to come into my house at night?" Yeah. However,
3: Hi,
0: Richie.
2: <laughs> oh, shit.
1: Yeah, don't leave that question open-ended. A, uh, a
2: few
0: years ago, uh, when Jake still believed in Santa, his... his I think his dad's stepmom or somebody came to him and was like, don't tell the other kids, like the littler kids who... They've, they're foster kids. He was like, she was like, "Don't tell the little kids that Santa doesn't exist." But Jake Aww. didn't. Jake was unaware of this.
1: Oh, it's like, uh, what do you mean? Yeah, it's like, you so, know, you know that Santa's not real. So, like, just yeah. don't ruin it
0: for your friends. Oh, That's- yeah, but it wasn't even. It wasn't even that. It was just don't ruin Santa. Like, don't tell the other kids Santa doesn't exist. So it was just like a weird. It was just like, so he was crushed because he found out that Tana exists. I was pissed because he found out that Tana exists in a very weird way. And it was, it was very upsetting because the, the assumption with how she handled it was that he is an asshole who would just ruin fun for children. You know what I mean? Like, what is, what does that say about you that you're, you're going to assume that this like this little kid's going to just be shit on these other little kids that's fantasies and that was classic jake
1: move of just like making kids miserable about something that i was so
0: bizarre i was so mad because like i don't care he was getting old anyway so it wasn't like it was about Mm -hmm. time for him to figure it out but like let a kid Mm -hmm. figure it out or let his friends at school tell him you know what i mean like don't there's no reason for you as an adult Mm -hmm. to do that to a kid also like i'm pretty sure my parents still like gave us gifts from Santa as we were adults, and I just that's just something you do. Like I just think yeah. it's, it. I, there is no harm in that. It's fun. I'm like I'm still gonna. Jake is still gonna give get Santa gifts even though Alice doesn't know what the hell's going on.
2: Like uh, ar- I ar- around Christmas time, I get drunk and I'll buy something off Amazon, say from Santa, so I'll forget. <laughs> yeah,
3: genius. It gets charged to uh,
1: Santa's gift card, except yeah. for Santa is actually uh, an ID that you stole years ago. Yeah. Your credit card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, My in-laws still get gifts from Santa for each other. And that's usually when, like, it's usually when one of them has bought a gift that, like, costs more money than they know they should have spent on a Christmas gift. So then they can Mm -hmm. just go, it's from Santa. (laughs) One of those things.
0: That's what I do, too. It's the big one. The big one comes from Santa.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Santa got me the PS5. Yeah. Uh, Tim, how would you deal with this uh,
3: if and when you have have, uh, children? Um... Honestly, I don't know. I always found the Tooth Fairy kind of dumb, and honestly, just started throwing out my teeth. Like, not that I didn't believe that the, like I found out, I found out early that the Tooth Fairy wasn't a thing. I was just like, what am I going to do with a quarter?
1: It falls out, and like Tim immediately just turning around and like whipping it across the the room into the
3: trash can, and away it goes. Oh, oh wow, you you guys only three pointer, Co- Kobe swish, um, or or whatever it is, like, eh. Honestly, it's not something that I am going to put much thought into. I am not going to like go out of my way to be like magic is a real fuck you. It's it's very much like <laughs> let kids believe in something that makes them happy. They are only going to be kids to for kids. so long.
2: <laughs> the world, fuck you, child. <laughs> the world <laughs> isn't hard enough. You, place you piece of to shit. Let kids believe in magic. Yeah. Exactly.
3: Like, but I mean, uh, ah. I don't know, some of the minor ones, I might not put a whole lot of, like, I I don't know if I ever actually believed in the Easter bunny. I was just like, word, I get chocolate every year. Killing it.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Uh, so uh, I probably won't put much into that. And I mean, Martha and I are very religious, so it's probably not even going to be a thing anyway. Or mm-hmm. we go to church regularly and Easter is huge for Byzantine Catholics. Um so I think most of the focus is going to be there and I won't have to worry about it. Santa's kind of the big one. My mom still gives us presents that so she'll put Santa on it. It's like I've known since I was 6. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's I've, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 cute. It's adorable. Exactly.
0: Exactly. There's no harm.
3: No, absolutely not.
1: I'm looking at it the same way like I think if my kid ever the, the, the question is for me the bigger concern is like when um, like your child comes to you and asks you the question, like a Santa exists, because you, you sort of have to figure out at that point, OK, are they asking you this because they genuinely want to know like they don't know and they're going to you for guidance or they're trying to like test you or something. So my, my opinion on this. So my mom told me the story about um, when I was uh, a young, a young, a wee lad, uh, <laughs> and then uh, when and this is related to basketball. And at some point around like the age of eight or something, I said to my parents, uh. Why do I need to study? I'm going to be in the NBA someday, and uh, and my mom and my mom re- re- regaled me with this story because she apparently went to my father and said, you know, this is this is preposterous. We can't allow him to proceed as if he's going to be in the NBA someday. And my dad said, basically, he's going to figure it out. Like he's going to figure out that he's not going to get into the NBA. We don't need to be the one to tell him that. Like we can tell him that it's important to study. Um, but we don't have to tell him you're not going to make it to the NBA. Now go study like that doesn't solve anything. He's going to learn that he's not going to make it to the NBA on his own. And a uh, long story short, I did. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, here I am at age 30, not in the NBA. Uh, so I, that, that's ultimately how I'm going to proceed with this. Like they're going to figure it out at some point on their own. I'm not going to be the one to stomp on it. And I think if they asked me like, hey, is Santa realized? Well, what, like, what do you think? What do you, do you What are you thinking about this? Like allow them to sort of dictate the conversation. Mm
4: hmm.
2: Yeah, totally agreed.
1: Mm. Totes boom, totes, totes um, and So, in conclusion, we don't have to tell them about uh, leprechauns, which are real. Um, <laughs> you leave me out of this. <laughs> Equal representation on this show, uh, Sean. What is our next question?
0: Our next question, submitted by Amanda Hastings, is: oh, Yeah, are you watching Tiger King? Which will this will be topical in two weeks, uh, <laughs> or anything else? that is nonsense this quarantine also no. there's a, there is a follow-up for mary what are your <laughs> carol baskin's husband theories <laughs> that's the follow-up i have you guys, I have-
1: have you guys seen the uh, the wheel of fortune meme where it's uh i forget the name of all the characters on the show well, whoever the tiger king is is one of the contestants on wheel of fortune and the category is like people who piss you off and it's like just leave blanks, but it's supposed to be like that bitch Carol Haskins or whatever. <laughs> yeah, is the is the, is the yeah. answer. <laughs> and he's like, I like to solve the puzzle.
2: That. Um, all right, yeah. So what what junk are you guys watching? I I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to. Um, I'm told by several people that Tiger King is really good and really ridiculous. It's. Uh, oh, good it, is a strong word. It's
4: it is. It's wild. Compelling.
2: Yeah, it's just every
0: single thing that happens is like, it's just, they just like, it's just bombshell after bombshell after bombshell. And like, y'all, if you
1: cloned Florida man and gave him his own show, it it would be Tiger King.
0: Truly, truly (laughs) bananas. Carol Baskin killed her husband, but it's just like, it's just, so it's so wild. It's a very good, it's, it is, it's, it's this weird, like it's perfect for this moment in time, because it is, Mm -hmm. uh, Mary even told me, so Mary has uh, like a, a kind of an issue with the anxiety related to everything that's going on. And she was like, while I was watching that, it was one of the only times I truly was not thinking about what's going on because it's Mm -hmm. so bonkers. Like it is, it is great for that. It's just so weird. And it's, it's like kind of, it's inscrutable a little bit. You're just like trying to, you're, it's like watching a show that's in like such a heavy British accent. You have to like really focus. You're like, what? What the hell? But <laughs> like, I know you're what speaking English, but yeah, but I know you're speaking English, but I'm like re- kind of, kind of confused. But it's, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's very good. What? But what else are you guys watching in this quarantine?
3: Uh, I'll open up, uh, Tim. What are you watching, if anything? <laughs> I'm Definitely not watching Tiger King. The first time I saw it, I was like, this looks dumb or like anything for it. It was the picture of, I guess, what's it? his name's like
0: his name's Joe Exotic,
3: Joe Exotic. Yeah. I was going to say like Joe King. I'm like, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> one of his husbands, uh, it only has three teeth.
0: Oh, yeah. And yes, the, the other
3: the, thing
1: they just work into is that he's part of like a male harem. Uh, like, it's just like,
3: yeah. it's just everything. And and it's, and the thing that I've been hearing about, it was just, they were talking about it on MMR the other day, is that neither of his husbands are actually gay, uh, and that he just fuels their habits. And they're like, yeah, I'll pretend to be gay for all the money for, that you give me for my meth. Yes. It's like, okay, oh, wow. All right. <laughs> Yikes! I'm not gay, but twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Like that, that it's uh, the it's, embodiment it's of wild that joke. Shirt.
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, um, yeah it really is. But every every Saturday morning, Martha and I watch the uh, newer version of Ducktales because it's on Disney Plus. <laughs> so we're we're good? a couple episodes. I, I like it. I heard it's really good. It's very good, and it's not. It's it's not as campy. Like it's definitely a kids show, and it's definitely written for kids. But there are definitely things that would go over kids' heads. Mm -hmm. Um, And they've changed some of the character personalities, but I think for the better, Hmm. gives it more depth. Like, uh, Webigale is less of a crybaby and more of just, like, hyper-smart ninja but left to herself and doesn't know how to socialize with people, which is a much more interesting character than Uncle Squoosh! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we've also... In between me, <laughs> in between me, finishing games in like mm-hmm. under a week. Um, Spider Man was great, by the way. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. We've been watching Elementary on Hulu. Oh, I, love I love that. Sherlock. I heard good things about that show. It's so good. So we just started season two on that too, and mm-hmm. it's I, I, I never remember that actor's name, but every time I see him, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good. I'm gonna like this character. Oh, it's character. Johnny.
0: Lee something or something like that. His name is Johnny, yeah, I think.
3: But he's good, and I also yeah, yeah, typically yeah. love anything Sherlock and the different iterations and how they change the character ever so slightly. And I like had the weirdest little like nerd moment because every iteration has somewhere where he like puts in how he can identify like 125 different types of tobacco every mm-hmm. single time, every every movie, every show, every everything. So the entire time I'm waiting for it, and when he finally, like, somebody said something about a cigarette, I was like, ah,
4: here it comes!
3: (laughs) So that's been fun, and it's been a good, like, escape, and you focus more on also trying to figure out the plot line that you are the same way as Mary. Like, you're not focusing on what's going on outside of that. So that is
2: helpful, Hmm. I believe. Rich, what are you watching? um let's see so i'm still i'm on season two of altered carbon i started that last week um i'm i'm not really watching a lot i'm more reading because i had that very depressing batman book which is really good <laughs> i'm trying um, to get it out of your head and and i'm uh i'm gonna read uh world war z and zombie survival guide next because they're good um mm-hmm. but i did watch the show on netflix uh 100 humans and it's like uh, uh it's Oh, I like have oh, heard of this. Yeah, it's like a sciencey show where like they took a hundred humans for like had them live on a campus for however long and just did different like experiments or surveys with them to find out like where humans rank. And they do some really cool experiments, some silly experiments, like uh one of the experiments was uh does your sperm count determine your uh uh, ability, your dancing ability, hmm. and so they just had people dance and see how good they danced, and then they,
3: and then they rubbed one out, <laughs> then they
2: wait, rubbed wait. one out, <laughs> yeah, and and
1: and, had everybody a magazine <laughs> and said, "We'll give you ten minutes."
2: Yeah, it was, It's an interesting show. It's pretty neat.
1: So hold on, I want I want to dive into this a little bit more. Was it is it the effect? Okay, if you dance more, then your your sperm count will go up, or you will be a better dancer if you just naturally have a higher sperm count.
2: You will be a better dancer if you naturally have a higher sperm count. All right, that's wow. <laughs> it, it it obviously turned out to be false because I <laughs> can't believe that the number one uh, the worst rated dancer had the lowest sperm count just so happened to have. Whereas the best rated dancer had the second highest sperm count. And then everything else was off. Like the boards were just all over the place. Okay. Uh, well, this yeah. would be like,
1: they all had low sperm counts and everybody just went home sad. <laughs> I, mean, oh, <laughs> I <no>. can't dance.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's a very sad music as it leads out to the end of the episode. <laughs>
2: um, wah, wah, wah.
1: It's an interesting show.
2: Interesting. It
1: is. Um, we watched Tiger King. Uh, I, I was like passively interested in it. Um, I, my mm-hmm. wife watched the whole thing, but I, w- I was like aware of what was going on. Um, as far as just other like junk TV shows, um, The Circle is the best reality show available right now, bar none. Um, it's, it is, it is everybody was like, oh, Love is Blind is the best one. No, nah, The Circle is the best one. It's on Netflix uh, as well. Um, and the premise dang is uh, I moved the bell. I don't know where I put the bell. Um, but uh, oh, here it is. The premise of the circle is that everybody um, sits in these apartments. There's, a, there's like about eight or nine uh, generally young people, although they, they go all over the map uh, and they are isolated. Uh, and interestingly, they are isolated except for this social media network called the circle. And they all interact with each other and their only interactions are through social media. And the object is basically, you know, you like rate people at the end, like who you like the most, who you like the least it's absolute garbage. And I love it, uh, it is. It's complete trash. Um, the, the person, the, the character, the people that they picked to be on this show, I don't know if they've drummed up their personalities and like, this is, is, you know, more artificial than the average reality show, but I don't care. They're just the, the characters that they got for this are, are phenomenal. I love them. They're, they're hilarious. Uh, and, uh, it's just a good, funny show. Good, good garbage kind of, uh, reality TV, if that's what you're looking for. Uh, and we also just mowed through the first season of high fidelity, uh, which, uh, they, they did a TV series on for Hulu, um, Obviously, based on the book and the the movie, um, but uh, Zoe Kravitz plays uh, the main character Rob, who is Robin in this one, and it is a uh, very very good. Uh, they, they've updated some of the the uh, the music and the the tech from 2000 when the movie came out, mm-hmm. um, but it is uh, it's very good. Uh, I would highly recommend it.
2: No. Yeah, I've I've heard of High Fidelity. I've been wanting to watch it.
1: Yeah, it's 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 very good. Um, it's it's good in that cynical like yeah every every character is like super cynical like they're like if pitchfork was a brick and mortar store it would be championship vinyl uh mm-hmm. the uh the the main the main store in this um and it's it's sort of a rom-com it's a rom-com sort of like the the novel was by that, that Bennett Cornby and the way that the the movie was and the the TV show kind of takes its cues from both of them
2: okay
1: um and um and it's nice cuz the TV show fleshes out like other characters that didn't get as much screen time when when they did the movie um, and it's also good because you don't know if you're supposed to like uh, Zoe Kravitz's character or not. She's really, really good in it. Um, and she's funny and witty, but she's also like selfish and like a self-destructive mess the character is. So yeah. it's like, uh, do I like you or not? So it's it's a it's a very, very good show, would recommend. Hmm.
2: If you guys need just one other real quick like uh, reality show to watch to just break from actual reality, Lego Masters is so good. Oh, it <laughs> is very
1: good.
0: good nice quite good uh yeah.
1: Dis- dispatches from elsewhere is is also uh, pretty good I'm, I'm, I'm again i'm not sure if this is a good show but it's got compelling characters it's dispatches from elsewhere uh it's like an amc show with uh uh jason siegel and sally field and uh andre 3000 for some reason <laughs> uh,
2: nice. he's, he's really good in it he's really really good in it is um, he still and- andre 3000 hasn't he leveled up yet
1: uh he might be yeah he's andre uh he's andre like 60 squared or something uh, okay. i don't know that's, that's not that's not 3000 i don't know why it's over he's
4: uh, uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: just andre benjamin uh but uh it's very good and it's based in philly although it, it's a lot of the show centers on fishtown and i'm not sure i think they just picked fishtown as the neighborhood because it sounded cool and it sounded like they could make like almost like a mythos out of fishtown that doesn't quite exist it's <laughs> just fishtown uh but it's <laughs> It's quite good, and and again, very compelling characters. So. They
2: probably don't know what fish town is. No,
1: no. It's, it's it's a whole show based in Philly, and no, none of them sound like they're from Philadelphia because you don't have that Kashak and accent. Like <laughs> yo, it's saw pretzel. Uh, you know, uh, no, none of them sound like that, and it's very disappointing.
0: Yeah. So basically, so, to sum up that question, watch the Tiger King, and also every other show we've <laughs> said. I've also been watching the Great British Baking Show. Oh, that's oh, so, so good. So good. It is so good. It's like the most calming real it's like the most British version of reality TV. I love it. It it yeah it calms me down when I'm feeling anxious. You you uh, just
3: watch them cook it and it's like, oh it's gonna have a soggy bottom. It it's gonna yeah, be terrible. I
0: could tell up oh, up oh, this one's gonna be scrummy. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: oh it's gonna be rule. <laughs> rule.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, all
1: right, what's our next question?
0: The next question submitted by Molly Craig. All right, Molly. If you could rename one country, which country would you rename? What would you rename it to and why?
1: New Guinea is a stupid name. Uh, <laughs> I would absolutely name it Castopia and be done with it.
0: Nice. <laughs> nice.
3: Next question, Sean. No. <laughs>
1: I'm assuming all of you agree with me and we're just going to move on.
3: <laughs> New Guinea is going to be D's Nuts and that's
1: it. <laughs> nuts. I mean nuts.
3: Oh, where are you from? These Nuts? That's a bit rude. No, that's where I'm from. Nah. <laughs> Don't you insult the good name of de- the
1: good denizens of D's Nuts. These Nutsians. These <laughs> Nutsians Deez. came out in droves at the polls today and voted for, <laughs> and voted for their president. Dad ass.
2: <laughs> in a landslide victory. <laughs> uh,
1: Rich, if you could rename a country, uh, what w- what would you do?
2: I'm going to abstain from this. If I try too hard, it won't be funny. It's just Whoa. Wow.
1: it's a lot of straight there. You sure you sure oh. you don't want to crack at this one?
0: <laughs> bless, uh, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: oh, man. You guys are yeah. too good at that. I'm nah. not good at naming things.
0: I, I would rename it Hungry. Sure. I would rename it Thirsty.
2: <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Attaboy. I would, Fine, <laughs> I would change turkey to chicken.
4: <laughs> Stupid,
1: you. both of you.
2: Actually, well, I
0: would I would rename Puerto Rico to the United States of America because I would make it a state.
1: Oh, here we go. You're going to yeah, your Puerto Rico. make
4: <laughs> this. <Listen, laughs> had
1: to this make. This, so had, to make <laughs> had to make this a social thing.
0: <laughs> Give it yeah. statehood. We should. We should. It's not fair. I know, oh, no,
1: yeah, listen. Yeah, I, I don't. Dis- I don't disagree. Uh, it's it's strange that we have that kind of relationship with Puerto Rico, uh, but I'm saying I would have gone with DC first. Change DC. I mean, DC is not a country, so it's it's a little different. But yeah, uh, let's but, let's
0: say let's do it for both of them. All right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Name them all. The United States. Dun, dun, just, dun, dun, dun. You know, just, we're number one. Just make, just make us a deck one. of cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Would uh, would Thirsty the Country just have a, a flag with a picture of Drake on it? Yes. Good. Yeah, yeah. Damn. <laughs> just just Drake looking at Nicki Minaj like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Nicki's too old.
2: <laughs> what? Oh. Oh. Oh, oh. oh man. Oh. Does oh Batman have to go beat up Drake? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> and I
1: thought I thought that was about Nikki, but it's about Drake. Oh, <laughs> Uh, Sean, let's get out of here real quick. What's our next question? <laughs> well, Amanda, Hurry, so run Amanda- to the next question. <laughs> hold yeah. hold
0: on to your butts. <laughs> he- here comes Amanda Hastings with, Now in quarantine, is there anything you miss on a daily basis? For example, Amanda misses Starbucks, even though it's overpriced brought broader joy.
3: Hmm. For the record, I go to work every day because manufacturing debt still is essential. Yep, okay. that's wild. Got I, out that debt. I thought we were having a meeting this afternoon between uh, mm-hmm. me and the other uh, two quality engineers blanket term, not necessarily accurate uh, <laughs> for myself primarily. Uh, we were right under supposed-
1: the bu- right under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jumping under that bus quality
3: engineers in name only <laughs> pretty much, but not even that. It's just what I put on my LinkedIn.
4: <laughs> um,
3: so we were supposed to have a meeting of like, hey, what responsibilities do we physically need to be here for and come up with like a rotating schedule? And I thought we were doing that this afternoon based on the phone call I had. And then I looked at my schedule and it's not until tomorrow. I was like, was, w- w- was that a mistake? He's oh. like, no. And I was like, fuck, I was trying to leave early Friday. Now you have me having a fucking hour long meeting. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I'm at work and nothing has changed for me aside from yeah. Martha forcing me to wash my hands before I hug her, which makes so, perfect sense.
1: So it, it, in spite of the fact that you are still going in on a daily basis, is there anything about like normal life in quotes that you miss that you don't have as much access to now because of uh, of the social distancing guidelines? Uh,
3: I mean, most of the people I would love to see the most are in another state. Oh, that's hard. Oh, I so, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh then there's you guys um kiss you right on your baby code, right? <laughs> oh, uh, no no if anything
2: uh, life hasn't Rich, really you just want to go ahead and answer then
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: to uh, just play off something tim said earlier that it didn't get to cut in for um, i don't miss the <laughs> shitty traffic <laughs> tim so, you yeah, yeah yeah tim you had mentioned that martha makes you uh, wash your hands before you can hug her when you get in yeah um I know someone who's gonna remain remain nameless. My dad, who uh,
4: <laughs> you leave Jim alone.
2: He's he's an essential. He he's uh, he drives for DHL. He's a delivery driver. Um, my mom is very high risk with this virus. When he gets home, he enters the house, walks down into the basement, disrobes everything, throws it into the wash. And then runs upstairs to the second floor of the house to get a shower. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> just you gotta because, do what like, you gotta do. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like
2: I don't blame him. He's doing what he needs to do. I just like I just Hats find it you dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's um, awesome. But what do I miss? Um, honestly, it it's it's more so like seeing other people, seeing your guys' faces. Um hanging out with potential lady friends <laughs> Ooh, yeah. like, like that kind of like i i'm i'm fine with not going out i'm fine with not buying like not ordering food from grand Lux cafe or whatever or eating out i'm fine without that like i can cook pretty damn well myself so like if i want a fancy dinner i'll make myself a fancy dinner i'm more so just miss like the actual like physical connection and hanging out with people and spending time with people
1: yeah Mm -hmm. how about you sean
2: um
0: yeah i feel that too i think not being able to go out is pretty rough and just i i it's also very difficult to work from home with two kids like it just is it's harder to do my job now like Mm -hmm. i i'm doing the same amount of work but it is truly taking me all day because mary and i have to do have to switch but I mean, and I miss going out and, like, I can, you can, like, go for walks and stuff, but I don't know. I a lot of my outdoor activities I can't do anymore, so it's just kind of a bummer. Yeah. What are
4: you going to do? Think
1: I- I, I went for, I've, I've tried to make a point to, um, to when I, when I go for a run, I, we have a, we have a treadmill downstairs in our garage, but I've tried to make a point to now the weather's getting nicer to go run outside because you're just inside all the time. Unless you like make a point to like, you know, go sit out on the deck or something like that. Like I went for a run outside for the first time in, in months, about two weeks ago. And I was just, I felt like I was, I felt like I was on speed. Because I was like the first time I was like in the sun and like running for a while, I was
2: like, "Oh my god, this is
4: vitamin T." Incredible!
2: I am looking forward to mowing my lawn this weekend. I've never looked forward to mowing my lawn. Yeah, I've got I've got like hedges I got to trim along my fence line. I have a branch that fell from a tree that I got to chop up. So I am like, I get to go buy a new chainsaw chain and Mm -hmm. chop that stuff up. Like I am excited to do yard work, which I never. Mm
0: Hmm. Because I I'm finding this yeah. weird this weird sensation where like even though I can go outside of my own house, I'm like sometimes just choosing not to because I'm just like, what's the point? You know what I mean? Like i'm just yeah, like,
4: I'm yeah. Just
0: kinda, it's a bummer.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah.
4: Um.
1: I, I'll give a I'll give a serious answer to to start and um, uh. To be honest, it's it's my wife. Um. So hey. my wife works. And at Temple Hospital in Philadelphia, she's a clinical pharmacist. And specifically, um, she is the pharmacist that handles investigational drug studies. So uh, there are now a couple of COVID-19 drug studies that are open and, you know, patients are coming in all the time. So, uh, you know, anytime they want to enroll a patient in a study or I'm going to try and go too too far into detail on this, but essentially she she's logged a ton of hours like we're recording at 8 30 p.m uh tonight she's not home uh so and this has been a a normal occurrence over the last two and a half to three weeks so and and this includes weekends this includes nights and and listen god bless her like i i feel terrible because i you know this is one of those things where it's like as the the partner in this relationship uh you know i work at a bank uh, and listen, the, the, specifically, I work in small business. So there is some impact that I'm having specifically related to COVID-19 and uh, the work that I'm doing on a day to day basis. But not that <laughs> I'm not at the hospital actually doing the thing. Uh, and so when you know she's logged, she's logged a bunch of hours and I'm just here going like, I guess I'll clean the house you know (laughs) like like (laughs) there's like that's gonna be my contribution because I I can't go make the drug uh so it's 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 been tough obviously brutal for her and and conversely you know I I haven't gotten to see her much the last couple of weeks and it's it's a real bummer um so that's the one part I miss uh on a serious note uh on a on a less serious note um hmm I don't know um you know, I don't see, I still see the neighbor's dog, Telly, occasionally, but I don't see him as much. Uh, and and Telly's just like a rotund ball of joy as a dog. So I'll, I'll say Telly. Uh, Wait, I still see Telly the, occasionally. Is that the bulldog
3: but... across the street?
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telly the Aww, bulldog. My, my, my so neighbor, weird. Giuliano. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in general, I miss people for sure. Uh, and, and, and honestly, the fact that you're sort of just resigned to nothing. Like, even if my, my wife and I didn't have plans on a certain weekend, like there was still the option there. Like if we wanted to go out to dinner or if we wanted to go into the city or get tickets to a, to a game or a show or something, uh, there was that option. And now it's just shut off. So it's like even if we weren't going to do anything, it was nice to have the option to go out on the weekends or the option to go out at night. But but now it's basically you stay inside and then you know she goes to work and works a ton during the week. And I work from home and uh, I pet the cats and try to get them from jumping onto my keyboard.
2: Mm-hmm. Nana. <laughs> I na mean, I, I miss I – miss- pets in general uh, as well like mm-hmm. i i haven't seen a dog in person in <laughs> weeks <laughs> and poor, I, poor miss, child. I miss it so much mm-hmm. i want to see a dog and i want to cuddle my parents dog chase and i just haven't been able to because yeah like like i said my mom's super high risk so i'm taking off the precautions by uh not seeing her thank god i'm kidding um
1: yeah I, I just, yeah, but like, yeah, that's the other thing like your dad is like that and and you know, my wife is like that where it's just like we're sort of resigned to the fact that like quite honestly, like my wife and I are probably going to get this uh, yeah. at some point and it's just sort of like, okay, just, you know, accept it, you know, prevent, you know, do your social distancing like your dad is doing, you know, try and take as much cleanliness and hygiene steps as possible and then just, you know, cross your fingers and hope for the best.
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, anyway, just to brighten the mood there with that question, <laughs> Amanda's like, I miss coffee, and we're like, I miss my
2: loved ones and my, and my-
4: <laughs> well, yeah.
2: freedom, society, the sun. <laughs> it's, it's like at least for us, like the four of us, I know that like we're all good cooks. We're all like people that can get mm-hmm. the things that we miss, food wise, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And if there's games or whatever, we can get them digitally and not have to worry about actually physically buying them.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah, there's,
1: us, there's, yeah. It's, like
2: it's
1: obviously, this, this is a horrific situation, but also in our stage in society, you know, we, we just rattled off like, f- you know, a dozen television shows we've been watching, you know, yeah. a bunch of games have just come out, you know, the, the the grocery, the food supply chain, at least, knock on wood, as of now, has not been heavily affected by what's going on. And so you can still go, you know, go shop and, and cook food at home. So, you know, there's, there's still... You know, you count your blessings ultimately.
0: Yeah. But. Yeah. We are, we are, we are lucky. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, like, this is, this is a great time. I mean, not that this, there's a good time for a pandemic <laughs> yeah. to happen, but like, yeah. Inter, like, if this had happened in the 80s, even, like, yeah, people would have oh had nothing God. to do. You would yeah. just be stuck at home. Yeah.
4: People would, there'd be I riots. Know. There, it's, there would be riots. Mm hmm.
1: Awful. like people would just lose their mind after like three weeks and i mean listen th- it's only been like two and a half weeks there's still time for people to, to lose their minds and, and just go out into the streets but I, yeah. I genuinely think there would have been like riots or something else if if this had happened like 20 30 years ago
4: mm-hmm. yeah
0: agreed
1: Um yep. what is our next question sean
0: it's the final question and oh yeah how appropriate after that that seemingly pleasant question that mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna end on the high it's note, guys. Because <laughs> you know what time it is. It's kind of is
1: it, it is it time for the
0: antique's road trip? This time for the antique's road uh, oh, <laughs> <another
4: thing again? laughs> Hallelujah!
0: All right, please open Addendum One and describe we're the photo which I have sent mm-hmm. to you already. Mm-hmm. And we all need to determine one, what we think the name of the object is; two, what its use is; and three, an appraisal value. So I've sent you all a picture in our group right.
1: chat. Here we go. This looks like uh, like a meerkat that's made of wood. Uh, At it's... first I was like,
0: it's
3: a foot. It's
0: just <laughs> yeah. a leg. I was like, is this a
3: mummified leg that came off of the rest of the body? But I it's think it's a
2: mummified it's, bird. I think it's, yeah. Like a mummified it falcon. Looks like it looks like Horus.
3: Yeah, mm. a little bit. It, it's it. The face is definitely designed that way. That's not natural. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it's I carbon. can't, or at least I think it's a face, and I can't tell if this is like a a branch or if that's just like rotted, mummified cloth or something along those lines. Yeah, I'm going the way of cloth just because it it just seems too uniform. Like there's some bumps on the back where it's laying down that are equally spaced. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with some sort of Mummified bird with a or mummified something with a bird face sculpted onto it, and I'ma say its purpose is just purely decorative. And twenty five hundred dollars, or it's made out of a tree branch and it's like six hundred dollars.
0: I
1: I think this is like bark. I think this is a tree branch. Look like wood. Yeah, I think this is something carved into wood. Um, God, God, if I know what this was actually used for, like, I'm not saying this is what it was, but it looks like it could be like a weapon, uh, like if like you just bludgeon somebody with the tip of the bird's nose or something. Um, I will say this is a wood carving. Um, I will say this is, uh, I don't know, maybe this is a couple of century i'm gonna say this is like centuries old this is this has to be like i i could say this is this predates the union like this could be from like the <laughs> indigenous people like predates uh the united states as a country um and i will say this is worth forty five hundred dollars
0: okay Are they you rich
2: all right so um i believe based on what we've already said this is an actual legitimate mummified something Probably, maybe bird, maybe something else. And price is... I'm not giving a price because this belongs in a museum. <laughs> okay, Indy. Okay, Indy. <laughs>
4: Jeez. Summer so, um, down.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, I was going to say a mummy too, but I'm going to go with Matt so we split the difference. I'm going to say it's a piece <laughs> of wood that's carved. I'm going to say it's like a ceremonial item and it's worth... What what was the highest you went six thousand?
3: I said forty five hundred. Anyone go higher than me? No, I said uh, twenty five or six hundred.
0: Okay, I'm gonna say it's worth eight thousand dollars. I because it this looks like one of those sneaky expensive things. You know what I mean? Like it looks okay. it looks very simple and dumb, but that like that mobile. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the mobile's a legend that was ridiculous. we told you guys about the mobile we've, we've talked about the mobile on the show yeah we've right? definitely mo- talked
0: about the mobile the,
1: the, the million dollar mobile it's like a <laughs> hanger and like two strings and it's worth like more than I'll ever be worth in my life uh, okay <laughs> uh, alright so do we have a script
0: we do okay I found it Um, it was I I was worried that it would have the answer, so I didn't look at it. All right. Okay. We're gonna, do you want to send gonna this over send to it one of us? You.
3: All
1: right. Who wants to uh, Who wants to do the uh, the Antiques Roadshow players the 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 uh, the Brosé players? All right. Tim Me. wants in. Rich, wanna... do you want to do the other one? Yeah,
4: yeah sure. Yeah, I'll yeah. It we up. did it last
0: time, Matt.
1: All right. Yeah. So let's get in there. So, Rich, do you want to be the appraiser or the guest?
2: I'll be the I'll be the uh, the guest. Okay. So Tim's going to be the appraiser. Uh, and action. It's an Egyptian hawk mummy, and I bought it in 1996 at the Knights of Columbia Hall, Middleton, Rhode Island. Uh, There was an auction of the contents of a house from an old professor in Maine, and I saw in the newspaper the day before there was an Egyptian mummy in the auction. So I thought, I need to get down there and buy that (laughs) mummy. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yes, so I did. There was some Egyptologists holding on the line to bid on it, but I outbid them.
3: Mummified animals and birds are found in many Egyptian tombs, and they are there as offerings. This one is to the god Horus, the god of light. Wow. He's also the Lord of the sky, so he's really, really important. Horus is a falcon and he's also considered the savior Egyptian from the scorpions. These are found really these are found really from about six hundred and fifty BC to about two hundred and fifty AD in Egypt. Have you any idea what it's
2: worth? No, none whatsoever. And what did you pay for it? My top bid was going to be $1,000. uh huh But I went to 2500 so...
3: All right. I think a retail market for this would be between 3500 and 5000
2: Wow. That's amazing. I would never sell it. Because you're a chump. <laughs> <And> <laughs> because C. it belongs in a goddamn museum. <laughs> I can't believe the appraiser called him a chump.
1: <laughs> right so uh rich and tim nailed it with the uh tim, with the item type Tim, uh, tim, uh, tim horace, Carter. Actually dead, center. dead center with horace uh but if you're looking for the guy with the right price it's two thumbs pointed right here at this guy 4500 right there in the range baby all of you take a drink I,
3: listen i i bid what he bid so <laughs> i'll take that as a partial win so
1: what you're saying is you're also a chump
3: <laughs> no, I'm gonna make money,
1: baby. <laughs> oh, good, good round of roadshow. I can't believe that a thousand actual mummy. Wow, that's awesome. Mummified bird. Why would they, why do the Egyptians do that? As a symbol of Horus. It was, yeah. I guess, I guess it was pet. the symbol of one of the gods. Yeah,
2: it yeah. was. It was probably the the pharaoh or whoever it was buried with's pet. And hmm. when they died, they probably killed the bird and and mummified it with them. You know, I'm I gonna rename
1: Egypt Casopolis.
2: <laughs> you're out here
1: mummifying birds you don't get to uh you don't you, you don't know, get to have a city name either why did not
2: we of think of this i would rename kazakhstan to kazakhstan <laughs> <laughs> i like you my name is kaz <laughs> I <you're> nice.
1: leader. <laughs> uh, those are all the questions that we had for this first round right sean
0: that is all of the questions Oh, all right. So, does,
1: uh, does anyone have a, cl- a cap or either a take or a recommendation or anything like that for this episode?
2: I could definitely do a take if all you right. guys are willing to let me do this. By,
1: by all means. Okay. It's an episode of the Sweeten Show with no music because we're not that technologically advanced <laughs> just yet.
2: Um. So, all of a majority of us have started playing uh, Animal Crossing: New Horizons, and we sure um. Have. I just want to go out there and say right now, Tom Nook is worse than Donald Trump. That's certainly a take. Tom Nook is the biggest crook I have <laughs> ever known in my life. First of all, I have to pay him money to go move to an island. Then I have to pay him money to set up other people on this island. <laughs> then I have to pay him money. To set up a bridge on his damn island. (laughs) And what do I get in return? Fake tickets that I can go and buy fake other things for. (laughs) Nook is the biggest crook.
1: Wow. Well, I mean,
2: it's not money, rich. It's Nook Miles. Come on, no, you you get Nook Miles for doing this stuff, but you have to pay him that world's money. You have to pay him bills. bills to do it.
1: The original cost, obviously, he lets you pay in those wonderful redeemable Nook Miles when you first get there, and then you, you know he says, "Oh, I'll upgrade your house," and then drops the ninety eight thousand uh, dollar ninety
2: eight thousand dollar bell uh, bill on you. So I am on my third expansion of my house, my third room, which is now my kitchen, mm. uh, or I guess technically fourth room. Um, I owe him about nine hundred thousand bells. 900,000? <laughs> for, for one room. I owe him nine hundred thousand. For a second floor, it's over a million, and for a basement, it's more than that. I thought that they didn't. I thought he didn't let you like keep buying stuff if you didn't no. pay him the original loan. Well, you once you pay off the first loan, he uh-huh. then adds another part to the house, and you get a new loan ab- above that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's he's a goddamn crook. Why did my first house only cost ninety eight thousand? A full on goddamn house. Oh, one room is costing me close to a million.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I just want to point out. Uh, this is this is making the argument that Animal Crossing, in an ideal world, would be a libertarian paradise. Cash is king. I was just that. going to make a joke about that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean you know, it, it, you it know, is there no the gold backing up any of those bells as currency? <laughs> <laughs> what is the conversion rate from bells to uh to, to gold? It's really Your inflated. Is a sham. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> Interest
1: rates are through the roof. The the Federal Reserve Bank of uh of What's what's the name of your island, Rich? What'd you name yours?
2: Uh, Nuttucket. Tucket.
1: <laughs> nut tuck you, you complete moron. Nut. My, nut my character's
2: it. my character's name is Walnuts.
1: Yeah, no. so I named it Nuttucket. My comment dance. <laughs> do Do <laughs> you, do you have a lot it. of
3: drag queens on your uh, island, by any chance? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh no. Oh no. You might. <laughs> you guys oh, all enjoying
1: Animal Crossing? Tim, do you, you do you and Martha have Animal Crossing or no?
3: I just bought it for her this week, and it got delivered yesterday, along with uh, yet another Monopoly. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, we've got like fifteen. Well, listen, when the apocalypse finally happens,
1: and we have a Monopoly-based currency in the future, you guys are going to be set.
4: (laughs) You'll have uh, a
2: Monopoly on Monopoly. (laughs) If it's Monopoly (laughs) or
3: of cards, we are made.
4: <laughs> we um,
0: we got it, I think we got it very soon after it came out, because Mary is very into those types of games, and so's Jake, and I didn't know that you could only have one island per cartridge, yeah, so I started the island oh, and man named oh. Frank Gore <laughs>
2: <laughs> it made me laugh so Frank much War island, island. It was
0: Frank Gore. <laughs> <The> <laughs> <island> <laughs> is Frank Gore. With. Frank Gore, that's all the he
1: has, just, he has to say it every time. He's like, That's all the Frank Gore news there is. Every time he has like the, the updates
0: in the morning, yeah, he just keeps telling me that he has 10,000 career rushing yards. It's weird.
4: <laughs> Your house Tom is Nick worth 5,000
1: mo-
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're the first person here, but did you know that Frank Gore is third all time in Russia? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a complete fact, it's We named ours uh, Ain't No Island because we were going to go after the, the Mike Scott phrase, I ain't no bitch. Uh, but we couldn't fit Ain't No Bitch in the name. And also, I don't think they would have let us do that. So it's just Ain't No Island.
2: They let me do Nut Tucket, so Ain't No Bitch probably would have worked. It would it were, if, if
1: I could just fit, if they, they the character limit wasn't so small, it would have been Ain't No Bitch Island.
2: <laughs> I, I tried happened. to do I tried to do like Isle of Nuttucket or Tucket Isle, but it wouldn't yeah. let me do Isle. So,
1: yeah, they really put a cap on how long you can make the name for it. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but yeah.
2: Quality yeah. game. Good take. Good take. Tom Nook is a crook. I, I yeah. buy that. He's worse than Donald Trump, guys. Worse than Donald Trump. Worse yeah. than Donald Trump.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if people want
1: to find if people want to read more of your parallels between Tom Nook and Donald Trump, uh, where can they find it? i'm twitter. gonna make
2: that twitter now it's at b underscore walnuts uh
1: how about you sean
2: at hey it's sob
1: and you tim at tim r hansen and you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is available on Twitter at brose underscore podcast or on Facebook at brose podcast. Uh, you can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and tune TuneIn. Um, and if you have a question you'd like to answer, have us answer on the show... Uh, I'm burping up uh, Rosé as I say this, uh, just to pee, leave behind the curtain of uh, of my <laughs> gastrointestinal uh, system. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can email your questions to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Uh, special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Shannon Vogel for designing our world-famous logo, uh, her work can be found at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook and on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. Uh, and you can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, Rich, what's going on with PodQuest these days? You guys are still recording remotely as well.
2: Uh, yeah, we are recording remotely. Check us out. It's a nerd roundtable where this week we'll be t- we'll be talking about Final Fantasy 7, the remake, as well as uh, news just dropped that uh, Last of Us 2 has been delayed. Oh, and, ah, shit, that sucks
1: yeah that's a bummer final fantasy 7 you- remake i finally played it um and it is the best looking zelda game i've ever played
2: <laughs> it, it it comes out tomorrow so you probably only played the demo
1: i only no, that's uh, yeah i only played the first uh like the reactor or whatever
2: yeah yeah it uh, looks
1: I, remarkable
2: it does and i cannot wait for it
1: it's it's very good yeah uh, i can wait me too. T- Tim's going away. Tim doesn't. Tim warned me about the combat, and uh, the combat is substantially different uh, from the I, original game.
2: But I'm yeah. unemployed, and I don't care. I'm buying this day one, dude. It's <laughs> it, it, it's, it's
1: you're not going to if it's if it's anything like what the demo was. In my opinion, you're yeah. not going to be disappointed.
2: Yeah.
3: Um.
1: I it'll I, be <laughs>
3: fun. I'm just not like trying to chomp at the bit honestly yeah. Uh, yeah i'm just i imagine barrett's voice acting and all the unnecessary voice voice acting is just gonna piss me off and be like just let me be just the gonna goddamn
1: and, <laughs> and pretend you don't hear the planet crying out in pain i know you can
4: <laughs> let's pick up all this shit <laughs> that, that ever that happened ad
1: has played on my facebook feed like 50 times in the last <laughs> month <laughs> uh and i have an announcement uh the keystone coast to coast podcast is back baby because what hey, better hey, time hey, 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 hey. What better time to reboot this sports podcast than at a time when there's no sports? Uh, <laughs> so uh, we, we have restarted it. We talked NFL free. We rebooted it um, at the time we're recording this. We rebooted it about two weeks ago. We talked NFL free agency, got caught up on uh, just general life. Uh, and then this week we did. There's a meme going around that I that uh, on Facebook uh, asking everybody to pick their favorite player of all time from every NFL team. And so Eddie and I did that on the show for the NFL and the NHL. So that's how we're going to get through this uh, this coronavirus uh, uh, no sports period by just talking about, like, let's remember some guys, essentially. So <laughs> so, uh, so that's uh, that's where we're going. It's, it was actually, it, it wound up being quite funny and quite good. So I would highly recommend the Keystone Coast to Coast podcast.
2: If you want some pseudo sports, check out Dude Perfect. They did the quarantine classic. Oh, yeah. It was five episodes of different indoor, like, random sports they could do. Ooh. It was pretty good. Like, the first episode was um, a three-point shoot-off. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the rest of them right now I'm off the top of my head. But if mm-hmm. you guys need content, check out the Dude Perfect stuff. Dude Perfect. All right. Say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye.
1: Deuces. Bye. All right. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. Ooh. My name is Matt Casano, reminding you to social distance, you motherfuckers, and to be smart about being stupid.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Total Total eclipse
1: of the moon. (laughs)